They say the world is flat and supported on the back of four elephants, who themselves stand on the back of a giant turtle. They say that the elephants, being such huge beasts, have bones of rock and iron, and nerves of gold for better conductivity over long distances. They say that the fifth elephant came screaming and trumpeting through the atmosphere of the young world all those years ago, and landed hard enough to split continents and raise mountains. No one actually saw it land, which raises the interesting philosophical point. When millions of tons of angry elephant come spinning through the sky, but no one is there to hear it, does it, philosophically speaking, make a noise? And if there was no one to see it hit, did it actually hit? In other words, wasn't it just a story for children to explain away some interesting natural occurrences? As for the dwarves, whose legend it is, and who mine a lot deeper than other people, they say that there's a grain of truth to it. The Fifth Elephant, Terry Pratchett. It's September 17th, time for another episode of Spook Timber, a daily Halloween prep podcast, and who oh boy, do I have a good one for you today. So before I get started officially, uh, just a quick heads up, we're doing Halloween crafts on Friday, so if you have any cool Halloween crafts that you've done and want to talk about and share, uh, we're, we are at Spook Timber Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Hit me up. I want to see what you made. I want to talk about what you made on the air on Friday in our uh, audience participation episode. So, just, you know, at Spook Timber Pod. Now let's get to talking about this amazing book. As the opening passage I read cites, Discworld is a fantasy series of novels set on a wonderful flat planet atop four elephants who are also standing on top of a giant turtle swimming through space. Discworld, written by Terry Pratchett, is one of the most treasured fantasy properties I've ever engaged with. I, I'm not a Lord of the Rings person. I, I'm cool with Harry Potter, but I've read enough of it to be done reading it ever again. Discworld, I can constantly come back. I think I've read The Fifth Elephant two or three times, just it, it, not even specifically uh, choosing it. I will just reach up to my shelf, grab a Discworld book, and even if it's one I've read multiple times, I just start through it because they're so damn clever. They're so funny. And they say a lot. Uh, the Fifth Elephant is not the most Halloween-y of the Discworld books, although another host might be talking about a more Halloween-y one later. Wink! But The Fifth Elephant does contain a lot of uh, what I consider to be very Halloween-y vibes, a lot of intrigue, a lot of secrets, a lot of uh, mistaken identity and, of course, there's a lot of politics involving vampires and werewolves and dwarves, which is both incredibly fantasy and I just, like, there's a ton of werewolves and a ton of vampires and a lot of fantasy creatures. It's very Halloween-y. There are so many awesome costume ideas in this book. Uh, no one would get them unless you were specifically hanging around Discworld people or posting it on a subreddit, but it's still, it fills the mind with amazing images and the fifth elephant is such a wonderfully political fantasy novel. Don't run away. I know I, I know what I just said, but work with me here. Uh, the Wikipedia says subject includes diplomacy, conspiracy, vampires, werewolves, ship of Theseus. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> 
So the, the basic, without spoiling too much, the basic opening plot of the fifth elephant is the dwarves of Discworld are ruled by a monarchy uh, headed by a figure known as the Low King. There's about to be a new Low King, and in Discworld, the dwarves don't mine coal or gold, though they do, but it's not their main export, no. In Discworld, they mine fat, like, from an animal. There's, there's fat buried deep within the mountains of Discworld, and because of the heat of the center of this flat world, don't ask me how that works, uh, the, the, the fat has rendered down. So basically you have like this pure tallow, which even in the real world would be immensely uh, easy to sell because, I mean, you don't have to render anything, you don't have to kill animals, it's, and it's seemingly, you just have to keep mining, you'll find more of it. The dwarves mine the deepest, and they have basically a, a stranglehold on the fat market, and fat helps the world run. So with this new low king being uh, appointed, a bunch of representatives from different parts of Discworld are coming to Uberwald, which is like the the ha- it is the Halloweeniest of areas on Discworld. It, it is the home of vampires, of werewolves, of a lot of political intrigue and a lot of people from Ankh Morpork, which is like the, the starter city of Discworld for a lot of characters. A lot of people don't know a lot about Uberwald, except that's where vampires and werewolves come from, and that's where the dwarves are. So it, the story is about Samuel Vines, who is the head of the City Watch, and he's like the best cop in fiction because he's actually a good person and does good things. Uh, the the downside to Samuel Vines' life, as far as he's concerned, is he just really wants to be a beat cop. He wants to be out on the streets doing good, but he's also technically royalty and is appointed to, as an ambassador to go to Uberwald to help negotiate a new contract with the low king so that you know ain't more pork has fat uh this starts a huge domino effect of him discovering plots on plots on plots uh assassinations and uh thefts and there's like four other subplots happening at the same time because it's a Discworld book so there's characters everywhere uh if you are at all versed in the Discworld world Uh, if you read a few of the novels but haven't read the fifth elephant yet i strongly suggest reading it if you've never read Discworld before this is still i think this is a pretty good entry point one of the wonderful things about terry pratchett's writing is he's able to re-explain things in ways that don't feel boring if you are a current reader but it also means there's like 25 good starter books in this series of 44 Discworld books, depending on what you qualify as a Discworld book based off of some spinoffs. Uh, it, it's just, it's so good. This this is such a good book. I know I'm not really talking about it a lot because there's a lot going on. Like, there's a, there's a huge plot about a stone scone. I'm not kidding you. Like, a scone made of rock is a significant part of this story and it's it's authenticity and there's like a a copy of it that someone steals and it's all back and forth if you like not necessarily complicated but just like layered storytelling if you like fantasy that isn't too reliant on magic fireball but it's just more about these characters that are all different and having to deal with each other uh it's somewhat of a road trip uh book which is again a huge check mark for me and it's a lot of characters and situations that they're not used to 
the fifth elephant is one of the better Discworld books. It is a it is a Night's Watch book. It's about the City Watch of Ang- Moorport characters. So uh, it's very much there. I very much love that. There's a lot of uh, cop humor and a lot it, flashing back to Ang Moorport for comic relief, which is also fantastic. Like we're talking about a fantasy series in which Terry Pratchett will be talking about these high-minded ideas of interacting layers of diplomacy, and then it'll cut to a Law and Order joke in the city, and it's just, <laughs> it's just so beautiful. Uh, this is turning into me recommending Discworld overall. The Fifth Elephant is so darn good uh if i hadn't decided to do this episode at the last second i would have like voice actors doing characters and different passages from the book and it it just would be a lot more that's the that's the kind of fan of discworld i am so if that sounds interesting to you at all i highly recommend seeing if the fifth elephant is available at your local library and trust me if you're in the american library system there's a i said library really weirdly there there's a high chance that it is available as an ebook checkout especially if your library uses overdrive uh one of the wonderful things about terry pratchett's writings is that he was so published his stuff was copied and copied and copied so many times so many different runs of it it is ridiculously cheap to get a hold of physical copies the paperback are basically infinite he was very proud of the fact that he was the most shoplifted author in britain for a few years running uh so it's very likely there are physical copies at your local library and there's also a high likelihood that there's an ebook copy available for checkout for you know your e-reader or to read on your browser whatever whatever floats your reading boat also, the audiobook of The Fifth Elephant and a lot of other audiobooks in the Discworld series are narrated by an actor named Stephen Briggs. And Stephen Briggs is just a... He is a... he He's almost royalty in the Discworld fan base. He worked with Pratchett on making play adaptations of a couple of the books, and he was basically the go-to person to do, like, 99% of the modern... Discworld book on tapes and audiobooks in the more modern times. I just, I highly recommend The Fifth Elephant and listen to it. Stephen Briggs's voices for these characters are canon in my head for what they sound like, basically. Like, he gives them voices that were in my head before I listened to the audiobook. I have been talking about The Fifth Elephant for way too long for how long this podcast is supposed to be. Read it, listen to it, consume it in some way. There are fans doing audiobooks on YouTube. That's how much of a following this book has. Uh, and I think that'll about do it. So thank you so much for giving me these minutes of your day. I know this was a long one and it's a lot of rambling, but oh, I just love this book so much. Uh, I would have read the whole thing had I planned this podcast far enough ahead. Uh, if you want to check it out, you know all the ways to do that now. And if you would like to support Spooktember and you haven't already subscribed, please take a second to do that on your podcast app of choice, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Play, whatever floats your podcasting boat. Just click and subscribe, maybe turning on auto-download. All of these things help the show a lot. We are growing so fast, y'all. We broke a 1,000 downloads yesterday. What is that about? A lot of numbers are getting really big really fast. Hi, everybody. I didn't expect this. Uh, yeah. Until tomorrow, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get my, get myself together, have an episode out tomorrow morning. But until then, keep it real. Keep it spooky. <laughs> <laughs>